All right. Today on Desktop Project, deep diving into video games with the Game Awards 2019 and Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC Remind. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. Andy, shit. <laughs> Just, I'm Andy. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Desktop. Always, always get those mixed up. <laughs> and I'm Desktop. Welcome to Andy. <laughs> Is that is that intentional or is that just a reflex? Howdy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a reflex. Like someone says hello and you say howdy. I don't say it in person. It's I'm a purely a, online this is thing. A online persona. Yes. Okay. This is my persona. Well, hello and howdy. This is <laughs> this is Desk Pop. Um, an amazing uh, a show online um, that we record. Those are all true statements. I I can verify. We record. Um, using various equipment and then we post it and then people either listen to it or they don't or they don't <laughs> you know i think when you really break things down people are either listening to things or they're not that is that is the true binary of people they are listening or they are not yeah yes some people don't listen because they don't have a choice yes. they are deaf they cannot hear so how have you been, Brian? Uh, I've been pretty good. I am very close to finishing the Pokedex and Pokemon Sword. I think, is it is it just easier to do this time around? Because I know about five people yes. who have done that now. Uh, you don't necessarily, like, you do need a person to trade you version exclusives. But in terms of, like, Machamp and Gengar and Steelix, things you would normally need to trade to evolve you can just catch in the wild. So for Pokedex purposes, you don't necessarily need someone there to trade you a haunter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is really nice. Uh, I don't know. It's been fun. I'm getting close. <laughs> uh, I also saw Jojo rabbit. Have you seen that? I have not seen that yet. I would highly I recommend to. it. The the it's one of those like special screening movies mm-hmm. where it's not like a syndicated. Yes. So every time I I want to see that movie, it's always playing at a very strange showtime that I can't. Sure. Make. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting harder now because it's been out for a little bit. Yeah. I saw it on the only showtime on a Saturday, which was one twenty five p.m. with my mom, and uh, it was good. We both enjoyed it. It was. It was very humorous for the topic of like Nazi Germany. Sure. Um, There's a lot of very serious topics that it covers, but it does them in a very good way. And the the whole thing's from like a child's perspective. So, you know, Um, but other than that, that's kind of it for me recently. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, So Dana graduated yesterday. Yeah, Dana. Um, we'll put some confetti sound effects here. Yeah, so <laughs> some fireworks. I, I went to her graduation, <laughs> and Go that Dana. was an all-day thing. Yeah. Um, I also went to Brewings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day before that, and I think that might just be the uh the new social bar setting that I will vouch for anytime I'm with a group of people wanting to go drink somewhere they had this thing called the bucket of rum and it was five dollars and i had like i had four of them Mm. and then i had do they have a trough of tequila because that's what i want die (laughs) um but those things were great and the drinks were (coughs) the drinks were cheap and they were had they had some special deal where you can get 20 boneless wings for eight dollars interesting it was insane. Yeah. I was very sick the next day, but luckily Dana's graduation was but at five. So. You have a bucket to throw up in. Oh, they were out of buckets, <laughs> oh, so no. I just got them. I just got like this, like glass filled to the very edge. I would don't accept that next time. Um, Tell them you want great. the bucket. It was really funny because 
several drinks in john went to the restroom i was with john yeah john went to the restroom and the waiter came back and she asked me if like i need anything else and i was like yeah can i get two more um buckets of rum and she asked me what who the second one was for because <laughs> i think she was i think she was gonna yeah. try to stop me yeah and i was like oh it's for john <laughs> like she didn't know our names he's my friend he goes and to another just, school it was just really funny of like <laughs> He lives in Canada. I didn't even, I didn't give any other context. I was just sure. like, oh, it's for John. Yeah. And she just accepted that. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And left. But it, she didn't know there were two people at the table. I just thought it was really funny. Well, she did, but she didn't oh. know John's name. Okay. I was just like, oh, it's for John. That's, it's even a weirder thing. Like, so I think the appropriate way would, to deal with that would be like, oh, are these both for you? And if you say yes, then she's like, okay, no. But if you say like, no, then obviously the rational solution, like I, yeah. I get that they have to ask to be certain, but obviously there's two people at the table. So uh, I wasn't thinking that <laughs> that much into it. I, I was more, I was more analyzing it of like what else I could have said. And I could have just really oh, offered yeah. my friend here, but, uh, I just, I just, Oh, John, John, how do you not know John? <laughs> like I just, yeah, I don't know. I overanalyze social situations like that, like every day of my life. Though. Oh, same. Yeah. But uh, I, I usually look at it almost exclusively from <laughs> what I could have done to make it better, as sure. opposed to what the other person could I have done. I try and understand others, <laughs> understand um, why they got where they were. <laughs> yeah, not in this situation for me. That was strictly, I, I thought it was funny. Um, what else? I think, I think that's just about it. Um, Oh, the uh, game demo that uh, I've been working on for a card mm -hmm. game. Yeah, it uh, it we have the latest version of it, and it's uh, it's really neat. We have three playable characters, and we're working on our fourth. I can't believe you made me a character. That was so nice of you. Um, it's his name is King Midas, <laughs> and uh, he turns your cards to gold. He looks just like me. Thank you so much for putting that tribute of me into your game. Yeah, that and was so nice. What's crazy is we didn't even get an illustrator to do it. We just used a a picture. <laughs> we we painted me gold. Uh, I dressed up like a king, and we did a photo shoot. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you, what's crazy is like we convinced you it was for something else. I know. So you didn't what know a surprise! The game. Yeah. So, and it was nude. That was crazy. It was just the artistic. We wanted to. We wanted the option to Photoshop clothes on you. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't want did, to limit. I what did we wear could a cloak with. just to be modest. But yes, I did have no other clothing. Well, it was it was a cloak and a, a crown. It was more of a bodysuit <laughs> that had like genitalia painted painted onto it onto it um, by another one of our very talented artists. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that's that's how I've been doing. <laughs> that's it for me. That's great. I noticed you've also been watching The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yes, I started watching that last night. Um, I fucking love it. I'm yeah. on, I think I finished episode three, and I'm in the middle of episode four. I think that's wh what's going on. Each yeah. episode's an hour, and when you're binge watching it, it all, they all kind of mesh together. Yeah. Um, the lore intrigues me. There are direct ties to Riverdale. Yeah. Um, very um, kind of subtle references, but there's so many of them that, you know, it, they definitely. Yeah. I initially thought that they were more of like slight references without necessarily saying anything, but yeah. they just blatantly say Riverdale and a character from Riverdale actually just shows up in the show. So, um I love that. I think the costume design's really good. Sabrina always wears outfits. That is one that of the stronger points of the like, show, yeah. She looks like how she does in the comics, which is great. Um Yeah, I, I just yeah. really it's it's a really nice balance of of just really cheesy teen drama mm -hmm. and kind of American horror story, yeah. uncomfortable, um spooky stuff. Um but yeah, I there's not one story arc that I don't like. I'm just like, oh, Harvey's dad wants him to work in the mines. I'm like, oh, of course, <laughs> of, of course, course. No, we don't want it. we don't want him working in the mines and, <laughs> and like, oh, we gotta get a a special hell lawyer for yeah. our hell court. I'm like, oh, I get the lawyer and the lawyer has a story and all that and and um yeah 
Yeah, and the sister hates the other sister. Like, there's something going on there. Oh, she was secretly baptized. Uh, yeah. Catholic, a Catholic baptism. Whoa. I'm all about it. Um, yeah. I just got to the point where the, the cousin, and they, I, don't, I don't think they explain why the cousin's staying with them. He is uh, on house arrest. What? Is, and he it, just, he's their ward, basically. Okay, so I... Yeah we got i got to this point where he's trying to find who like sometimes he's working on things and other times he just exists yeah he he was like yeah i don't associate with mortals because they don't matter and then he meets this guy at a funeral that he held to find the murderer he sleeps with the guy and then he's talking about oh i want to see him again i really like him and i'm just like okay well either he's a he's a warlock or he's a hypocrite you have a know. lot more to watch yeah, in the show I, I before can't. you can make any snap judgments. That that's the part I'm at because like I I was just like they wouldn't just do that. I know. do like where your logic is. Yes. Yeah. It's it's the CW, so I def they don't. <laughs> I know that that scene wasn't in there for like look at how progressive we are. We know CW is progressive. Look at how progressive we are. We have a yeah <laughs> a like, warlock and a muggle. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, we. We already know that, so the yeah. scene wasn't in there for that reason. So something's gonna happen there. Yeah, uh, I just need to find out what. Also, the yeah, 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 it's very good. I I have I am waiting on the next season to come out. They renewed it for season three and four. Uh, so season three, I'm assuming, will probably come out uh, probably around October next year. I that's, imagine, yeah, that makes sense. When the the first season came out, I think. And they're still shooting it, I believe. So well, I would imagine it's, you know. Looking at their release schedule, though, I'm curious if they would push Sabrina. Because I, I feel like that, I mean, I'm on the Sabrina hype train. I want merch. Yeah. I want, I'm going to start reading the comics again. I'm all about it. So I'm definitely warped in my judgment right now. But something that big. Yeah. Coming, I'm assuming Stranger Things 4 is going to come out in October would they release both those shows at the same time or would they want to spread those shows out? I mean, I think it could be more... like an early October, late October thing. I don't, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I, I don't think it's, if you look at their history with like orange is the new black that came out every summer. Like there was not a point where they decided, okay, let's move it yeah. six months earlier because people want it. Like they know production wise, like, okay, we'll give it a year, you know? Yeah. And they've, make people wait the full time, you know, full time. They'll what they've started doing, which I think is great. Um, the last episode of Sabrina that came out, I believe was a Christmas special. Sure. Um, and so I could be wrong about that. It's been a while since I've seen it now, but I think the last thing they released was a Christmas special. Maybe they did that between season one and two and I'm like remembering wrong. Uh, but they've started doing those sorts of things with their with their shows like Big Mouth got like a yeah, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day special. Thing, yeah. So they've they've done that to kind of tide people over um, for when the show comes back. They'll release one that's a bit topical um, kind of early. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I really like it. It it's so good and i want to really cross good, over yeah. with riverdale so fucking bad <laughs> i want to see these people yeah. fuck with witchcraft yeah. um yeah it's great i love that show yeah and also all the actors i mean they still don't look the age that they're playing but they look close closer than how the gang in riverdale looks like <laughs> where they're all just actual <laughs> adults yeah um so that was cool too yeah yeah, yeah, that's a. That's, those, are, those are my thoughts. Those are my I, things. I, I can't, I can't talk much more no. about it without. Yes, I, and I imagine from what you've said so far, I can definitely tell you're at a place where things will be explained. Yeah, like, almost everything you've said, like there comes a point where more comes yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. I think the coolest part of the show for me at the moment is the they don't do the whole we're going to introduce a new concept to you Mm -hmm. and then just have that linger and tease you about it yeah sabrina learns about something like she learns about the the knowledge apple thing she's like fuck it let's just go like all that exposition and then Mm -hmm. oh let's go do it and then she does it um whereas most shows they build this thing up over the course of several episodes or seasons and then it's like this really anticlimactic thing 
Um, there, there are things like that about this show, but for the most part, they give payoff. Yeah. It's, You're not waiting for things. Yeah. It, it's more of before questions are fully formed in my head, they're answered, yeah. which is great because yeah. that gives, you know, there are, of course, several major threads yeah. that are probably going to be followed later. But I really like the introduction of Salem. And you see this like really fucked up, scary looking goblin thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it dramatically backs into a corner and then a cat comes out because you know the production team couldn't CGI the goblin given a talk. Or... I love that though. It's so cheesy, but it's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, that goblin was creepy as fuck. I want to get, uh, I want to see if they have an art book or something. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm not a hoarder. But if I like something, I will like buy as much <laughs> merch as I can to support the. I'm just like I like this. I want them to know that I like this. I'm not a hoarder. I'm just an extreme consumer. Yeah, I'd say that because I don't. Hoarders have things they don't need. Yeah, you need all of. I this. need it. Like everything. <laughs> as I look around at all the figures and <laughs> stuffed yeah, animals, I need all of this. <laughs> these are necessities how dare you it's important i need (laughs) i need my my three jigglypuff (laughs) yeah there's not enough jigglypuff stuff it rhymes yeah well i'm glad you like sabrina i i really enjoy it and i can't wait for the third season that's a lie i can wait and i will (laughs) yeah yep the game awards what's that it's a, uh, it's a new game that came out. Oh, I love it! Yeah, it's so the objective is to watch each segment and try to figure out when the Smash Brothers character reveal is. Oh, <laughs> the ending's very disappointing. Uh, the sixth annual Game Awards was this past week on Thursday, December twelfth. Uh, some previous Game of the Year winners include God of War twenty eighteen. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild in 2017 and Overwatch in 2016. Uh, Polygon kind of breaks it down as the Game Awards 2019 had 29 categories, which range from best esports coach to best indie game. The nominees for all the awards are selected by a jury of 80 media influencer outlets. That was not us. We were not among them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after all the nominees are decided, the winners are chosen based on 90% of the votes from the nominating jury and 10% from a fan vote, which is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Was, I felt like that was like Brian went into Pokédex mode. It's like the Game Awards is. I just wanted to provide a little bit of backstory for those who may not be familiar with it. Yeah, it's like the, it's the Oscars for games. Yeah. It, it, it are it it are the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, so you watched it like yeah. just to be clear i didn't watch it i just read about it. i um i was all about it yes. um when it, they announced it i usually watched any gaming related you know e3 um nintendo directs <coughs> now playstation state of play yeah any game related thing i try to consume it live or as soon as i possibly can to stay extreme consumer up to date on stuff uh that is a very uh <laughs> That one's like my biggest hobby, and uh, I want to do games uh, eventually, so I want to stay in tune with the culture. Uh, so I watched the Game Awards, particularly in hopes that we would get a Smash Brothers DLC reveal. Yeah. Because the year before, I think we either got two characters or we got, I think, yeah, I think they revealed Piranha Plant, and then they revealed Joker. Yeah. Um. And that was a huge deal. So everyone was expecting a Nintendo thing. And Nintendo was retweeting Game Awards stuff. Like, oh, stay tuned for the Ooh. show. And everybody Ooh. was hyped. And there yeah. was the Nintendo announcements we got. We got um, Bravely Default 2. We got a trailer for No More Heroes 3. And a new wave of DLC for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Those are the only Nintendo things that they brought to the table and I was very disappointed. Xbox revealed the Xbox Xbox Series X, which will be their successor to the Xbox One, and that is the ugliest piece of shit, both um, in appearance and yeah. name, I have ever <laughs> seen or heard. They definitely topped the Xbox One in both of those fronts. <laughs> yeah, have you seen it? 
The, yeah, I've seen photos. That thing is fucking huge. <laughs> Where are you going to put like it? looks like a trash can, yeah. It looks like a... If it doesn't run Windows 10, why are you going to buy like what looks to be a... Uh, like a computer. a computer tower yeah that thing is so fucking ugly and it it visually... is interesting because like thinking about like people that have like though if you have your tv in like a a media yeah, cabinet thing yeah. yeah where would you put it like, that's what i was thinking because like unless you can turn it sideways but then yeah. even then it's like you're not gonna get ventilation in like a tight spot it's gonna get it's really still hot very and... big it probably wouldn't fit in most like shelves it just and it just looks so ugly and yeah and even um like even if we look past how it looks ugly it uses the same xbox logo and it's like mono black with that light on it looks like another iteration of the xbox one it doesn't visually look different enough for me as a consumer to look at it and say this is a new system entirely and I think a lot of this is like the success spiritual successor to the Wii U. Okay. I think a lot of people are going to hear Xbox Series X. Yeah. And they're going to see this console that uses the Xbox One controller still with the uh, upgraded D-pad. And they're going to assume that this is like not a new thing. Yeah. I don't think it's going to do well. I think it's too many. Like they don't name their stuff well. Yeah. Because I, I don't feel like, I know what you're saying, visually it doesn't look different enough. The name itself oh, the name is doesn't, horrible too. Because yeah. they already have the Xbox One X, and now they have this Xbox, is it Series X? Yeah. Well, what sucks is you have the Xbox, the Xbox 360, Xbox One, Xbox One S, yeah. and Xbox One X. Yes. And then Series X. And then Series X, which I think is why like i I don't it's not catchy either it doesn't roll off the tongue well no same thing with xbox one yeah i I think people just got used to it it doesn't yeah even xbox one now when i it's abbreviated x bone and when i talk about xboxes and i i I usually will just say xbox like i won't even go into what specific system i'm talking about like with ps4 i'll say that because it's abbreviated enough that i can be like oh ps4 ps5 you know the new one's going to be PS5, you know? It, yeah. it, it makes... That makes enough sense. is way easier, yeah. Yeah. Um, and even with Nintendo, they have the a Switch. tendency... Yeah. Switch is super simple. Uh, the Wii. Game Wii, Wii yeah. U is about the, the... The DS systems is a whole mess that's similar to the Xbox system, where it's like, oh, 3DS, DS Lite, DS, you know? And even those are a little bit distinctive enough that it's it's fine, um, yeah. but for the most part, Nintendo's like, oh, this is a GameCube, this is a Wii, this is a Switch. Like they're different words to mean different things, you yeah. know? And it's just really annoying. I mean, I thought the Xbox 360 was a pretty good name. Um I felt like just calling it the 360. Well my yeah, I didn't it didn't seem forced to me. Like I was just like, oh, we're yeah. gonna play 360. 360 was fine because it just But the, it's not what they want because they won. It's not what they want because they want that same thing as like a the PS5 or PS4, I guess I should say, because the PS5 doesn't exist yet. Um, PS4, you're still including PlayStation in that, and they that's good for the company recognition. Yeah, they want that brand. If you just call it a 360, you're kind of dropping the Xbox brand off of like the abbreviation, and so that's not as good for, for them, you know, marketing-wise. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I see like... From their perspective, yes. Yeah. But then we have like the the Wii, yes. the Switch, GameCube. Nintendo isn't a part of that. Well, it, they have such a strong they recognition. Have, they their recognition. Yes, they don't is, need Nintendo to be in front of everything. Sure, um, it is called the Nintendo Switch, but yeah. yeah. Um, and I think at this point, Xbox is a big enough brand. I mean, it's fucking Microsoft. Yeah. Um, I don't know, know why they didn't lean in and be like, because they have this like tower design. Call it like the Citadel or something that's like really like ooh like well, cool. They always called it um X the <coughs> was the, this one Scorpio was, or something or I think it was I think the X- Xbox One X one? was a Scorpio. Okay, this one is call called it that. Project <laughs> Scarlet. Cool. <laughs> oh well, 
And I thought that, like, that sounds yeah. neat. Like, what yeah. is that? Like, that sounds yeah. edgy. You know, the Scarlet. Um, <laughs> that sounds edgy. It sounds better than yeah. Xbox Series X. Cause it, like, yeah. Series X makes it sound like it's an iteration of an iPhone. Like, this is the it iPhone does, Series X. And it also tells me as a consumer, nothing. Yeah. Series X, like, it's not like Series 1, Series 2. Ser- Series X would imply, like, 10. I mean, these are the same people who made but, Windows 10 after Windows 8. Yeah, but it just... It's just... <laughs> it's just so annoying that they're yeah. they're so out of touch. Yeah. Um, with that, and it's so strange. I, I initially thought, because I've been telling everyone, <laughs> Xbox cannot afford to fuck up as badly this upcoming generation as they have this time. Because I think they were off to a rocky start with the Xbox One. I think PlayStation 4 completely dominated them in terms of exclusives um, and a, and hardware. Yeah. Because uh, the Xbox One came out with, like, we're for, it's $100 more. We're forcing you to use this Kinect thing. Then they were like, oh, you guys hate the extra $100 <laughs> Kinect thing. We'll take that off. Yeah. Um, And then they didn't give any exclusives. Their console was, like, again, a I don't know what they were thinking. The PlayStation Four, like the original design, was also bad. Yeah, but um, Nintendo Xbox just One, makes such good consoles. <laughs> like I'm just so I love Nintendo so much. <laughs> the The Wii U is the only weird one because the Wii U just looks like a more yeah. smooth, rounded Wii. Yeah, but like they do such a good job at visually, like this is a different fucking yes. thing. Yeah. Um, and Xbox is just like if it doesn't look like a DVR top box, then we're not doing our job right. Yeah. At least that, like, the original Xbox had, like, that, like, obnoxious green thing on the top. Yes, and it, yes. It was yes. shaped like an X, and it uh-huh. was, you know, it, it's... There's a lot of cool things you could do, too, with, like, with an X, just design-wise. You know, yeah. visually, there's so many cool ways you can go. It's just weird. And then they advertise yeah. the system as um, they use Forza, they use, yeah. like, a FIFA thing, and yeah. then Halo. And that's just another thing of... <laughs> they're always leaning into sports yeah. and they own so many great IP and they don't. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, get... there is definitely a different culture of people that play Xbox things. Like there's different, definitely a different system. Even if people there's overlap, you know, people own multiple systems. There's definitely a different type of person. Like I don't own an Xbox. I used to, but yeah. there's just nothing on it that I like a, between having a PlayStation four and a switch, I play everything play that I want. Everything. To. Yeah. You're, and a PC as well, but yeah. Yeah, because like any Xbox exclusives make their way to PC anyways. Right. Um, so the only thing you're really missing out on are, is what, like Halo 5? You're missing damn, out on Halo 5. Damn it. And that's it. <laughs> Gotta buy this for Halo 5. <laughs> um, The only Xbox One exclusive I'd ever played that I was like, man, I'm really glad that I had an Xbox. I was able to play this was Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. I really liked that game, and I'm pretty sure they ported it to Switch, or not Switch, um, PlayStation 4, yeah. I think. Um, and I definitely think it's going to PC. So, yeah. that. So that was a the thing. They revealed that. It was very anticlimactic. Nobody yeah. really cared, um, and all the memes started spawning. PlayStation announced a launch title for the PlayStation 5, yeah. and it, it was like God Slayer or something. And it looked very generic. It didn't look, you know very special yeah um but it was just the novelty of at the end it said playstation 5 <gasps> at the end I was like, whoa the, yeah. our first look at playstation hardware um so that's cool um but yeah not a lot of great announcements there was like there was like nothing uh, there was a new trailer for ori in the blind forest yeah there was nothing there was like nothing <laughs> new revealed that yeah really excited me it was just a waste of time and i'm i think it was nintendo didn't t didn't say a smash brothers announcement was happening but i feel I'm like sure, it was just yeah. an unspoken thing people everyone assumed it. yeah you know a, I'm, i think we're kind of at the end of like what we'll receive right i mean no they uh they're gonna do more the last announcement he made was that after banjo and kazooie came out um he said that they're um getting rid of the five character pass thing and they're just oh, gonna okay. keep making more characters okay so i thought that was I, maybe cool. i do remember that 
it's like there's so much that happens like I don't even you know it goes in my ear and I'm like cool and then it means nothing to me in the day you know yeah they didn't uh, have a special RP or an RPG category this year which was very in the strange games? yeah and the awards yeah I was gonna read so uh, I was gonna read first off did anything surprise you before I go into like some of the the awards and who won and none whatever. of the awards surprised me yeah um did you have any opinions the or guests surprised me the guests i thought the guest lineup was really cool up uh, uh, except for drunk vin diesel at the very end <laughs> is that uh from fast and furious yeah, yeah yeah no was this a different time like i saw this thing with uh, michelle rodriguez yeah, yeah, saying tekken but she says is this from this yeah tekken yeah tekken oh all night she... all those late nights playing tekken yeah they both showed up and she was like, we're with our people. We're with the gamers. Like, oh, we're gamers, no. too. We used to, <laughs> and on the set of the of the movies, we would always play Tekken and Street Fighter. Yeah, that's it. I was like, it was oh. Like, fucking what? Yeah. Yeah, you are not. It's like, yeah. Keanu did it. Why can't I? It was so fucking bad. <laughs> and then their big reveal was a Fast and Furious yeah. game that looked like it was made for the PlayStation 2. Yeah. I saw them. Like that looked like a <laughs> it looked so bad. Almost like a telltale game to me. Like I was like, hmm, oh, interesting. Which that's interesting too. You heard about that? The Wolf Among Us too? That that was actually um yeah. I just got chills again. Yes. Cause when they first announced that when they first announced <laughs> I, I love the biggest boner. <laughs> that's one of my fucking favorite games of all time yeah. is Wolf Among Us. Yeah. Um I actually I started reading the comics mm-hmm. because of that. I, I have really too. I really like it. Mm-hmm. And um, they obviously the whole thing with Telltale happened and the game was canceled. And I had finally come to terms that I was never going to get that sequel. And then they showed that off. Yeah. And I was so fucking excited. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of upset that they oh. <laughs> kept the Telltale brand. Like, yeah. You know, from Telltale games. I'm just yeah, like. Yeah, because it's going to be confusing. Is that going to be a negative? Like, I see that as yeah. like a negative connotation. Like, I don't want telltale to be associated with i think unfortunately know. that style of game will at this point in time never break away from telltale yeah. the telltale name because it is such a a unique style of game this narrative focus yeah i don't think it's going to break off from that branding so i think they decided we'll lean into it rather than i think it would have been an interesting approach to just make a fresh start make a new first impression it's wolf among us too so you have the audience already kind of walking into it knowing that this is a follow to telltale but yeah having that like this is a new thing there's like a new yeah because like telltale when i hear telltale i'm like oh they're working on 80 projects at once and they yeah really put well it's not the same studio at all yeah i'm sure you know this it's uh yeah it's just they basically decided that gives me ptsd it's just a name it's not the same people that worked on it they did put out a statement saying they wish that they could employ everyone that worked on the other game, uh, which I think is is uh, is good that they honestly addressed it. Uh, I think th- they said that they're offering um, freelance or contract work hmm. to anyone who worked at Telltale with the they, potential of a yeah, full-time position. They did say that it would be irresponsible to uh, hire everyone. Yeah. So, Sure, I think that's maybe a good way to go about it. If you're still passionate about this project and you want to be a part of it, we'll give you that option. But you know, yeah, you can't be a full time employee. Like you know what I mean? I, it sucks. It's it's just it's a really shitty way of of doing business. But it's better than being like, yeah, we'll hire everyone and then go under again. And you know, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so in terms of game of the year. Oh, the Muppets uh, presented too. That also surprised me. Oh, I didn't see. I'll have to go watch that. I didn't know. That Beaker and Aww, the Doctor guy presented. <laughs> uh, from Software's Sekiro Shadows Die Twice took home the Knight's top prize. This is from Polygon, by the way. Yeah. Took home the Knight's top prize for overall game of the year and also won best action slash adventure game. The Knight's biggest winner was probably Disco Elysium, which I haven't heard before this. So I'll have to go look it up. Uh, which won in all four categories it was nominated in, including narrative, role-playing game, independent game, and fresh indie game. So that's interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy Sekiro won. Um, the the general consensus is a lot of people really happy about it just because yeah, it 
it's different and it's not from a a big player sure um i haven't had the chance to play it yet i i want to it it slipped under it slipped under the rug um it came out kind of close to yeah another game that came out i think i picked i picked something over that yeah um to play and so i never got around to playing it i want to um and then disco elysium i've heard about it i've heard its name a lot but this kind of solidified that i really have to play it now i just it's interesting because i literally haven't heard the name before this award like i i didn't even know what it was i think a lot of games like that kind of go unheard of like yeah. same thing with like celeste i didn't yeah. know about celeste until after it started getting massive amounts of critical acclaim right right and started getting awards and stuff um but yeah it, it was really great too to see the developers uh who made the game like this one woman who i don't remember her position but like she was like with the group she looked like one of the lead developers or something but every time they went up on stage to get the award like she was just like sobbing um Jeez. and it was just like very like oh like this this award means a lot to this group and um you could like really see their their passion in there yeah. and it was just like really it's always really nice to see people have those reactions mm-hmm. um not to say that oh if you if you don't cry when you're receiving a award you don't no. deserve it but it's always yeah. just like oh like the happiness is contagious like it's just it makes me feel like i played a part in it even though i didn't i'm just watching sure. but yeah. it's just like a nice little uh thing to consume um consume those tears but it was nice it, it was a highlight so out of the games nominated for game of the year there was sekiro shadows die twice which won there was control death stranding resident evil 2 the remake uh super smash brothers ultimate and the outer worlds was there anything on that list that you felt strongly about that you felt deserved it more than Sekiro I mean obviously you said you haven't played it but is there anything on this list you were like that should have been game of the year um I'm gonna go ahead and cross control out now I don't even know what that is either control is like this it's like an action it's like an action thriller game okay and it got a lot of awards and praise during the game awards I wasn't the control the um the controls and the gameplay was really fun but just graphically there there wasn't a uh there's like you have to be a big fan of it the aesthetic to appreciate it because sure. if you don't like the aesthetic then the graphics are not going to seem very nice sure yeah. uh, and i wasn't a huge fan of the aesthetic there were moments but anyways um my bit my big three contenders i would have i had i always thought that it was going to be resident evil 2 um death stranding or Sekir- sekiro sure um uh i cross resident evil 2 off just because it's a remake I, it, yeah it's like I, a new game like i have different opinions about it because i'm like one mind of me is like this is obviously they didn't just reskin the same game yeah they remade the game because the original wasn't a third person shooter and it's so nice like it's such a good yeah. game like it yeah they there were so many quality of life fixes too yeah but it just felt I don't know. I, I felt like it needed more okay. to get that to be spot. in the game of the year. Um, but slot. it's definitely like a closer contender. And then Death Stranding, I don't necessarily think that that was the best game, but what it, it represents, yeah. I think that's more important of sure. like um, what it was trying to do. It, it created a new genre. Now, whether or not that genre is going to stick around or, or be appreciated is one thing, but yeah. it was definitely like one of the most different games I'd one of the most different triple a budgeted games I had ever played in my life. Yeah. And it only could have come from yeah. Kojima and his fucking weird. That idea is so fucking weird. And I felt like if that was celebrated with the game of the year award, I would have been totally happy with it. Just given like, yeah, yeah this guy tried something really fucking weird and he got awarded for it. So everyone else should try to be different and do sure. different things. Um, I didn't necessarily think that it was better, though. Uh, what about Smash Brothers? Super Smash Brothers Ultimate? No, it got best fighting game. Yeah, um, it got. A I think it should have gotten I best think. soundtrack too, but yeah. it didn't. Um, but f- best fighting game was enough. It was nominated for a lot of things. I'm seeing on the list. Yeah, um, it definitely has the best soundtrack because it literally has every. It has like covers and and um 
maybe composed version. It might have only been nominated for two things. Let me see, actually. Shocking. Anyway, continue. Um, but <laughs> getting getting fighting game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it got that was that was fine. I don't think it should have gotten game of the year. Yeah, it did. It got fighting game of the year, and then it was it was nominated nominated for family game, which is interesting. That Every category is interesting. Nintendo, Every yeah. nominee is Nintendo, which is makes sense, but. There's no other games like just just dance on any, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. other things that could have been nominated. But I definitely think all the nominees, like I mean, Nintendo and Luigi's has a Mansion strong, three won. I don't think that I don't care about that category, <laughs> but like that's not a game that yeah. Oh, get the family together to play Luigi's Mansion three. It, no. I don't think it necessarily means that. I think it means family friendly game. Yeah, I don't think sure. it means the whole family sitting around and playing. I think it's like this is a game appropriate for the family i just the entire family like he, uh, an adult will have fun playing it and a child will have fun playing it i think that they need to change the award name that like when i sure. hear family game i i think of like like everyone's sitting down to like, play a game oh like just finish eating dinner and like we're gonna all <laughs> we're gonna like, go play luigi's gonna... mansion three <laughs> yeah you know it, it's two player but yeah you know i i when i hear family game i think of just dance or mario party or something mario Kart. everyone can be active doing yeah yeah you play with your parents. Um, but I mean, I'm glad that Luigi's mansion was recognized in some capacity because it's a yeah. really good game. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Kingdom hearts three DLC remind. So we got a trailer like forever and a half ago. We were going to talk about this last week. Well, we hold, didn't have hold time. your horses, hold your horses. Cause we got to give a little bit of backstory. Uh, the thing that inspired this podcast was was Kingdom Hearts 3 and we both played the game we both were going to talk about it on a podcast I think it was the first episode we recorded yeah Um, it did not make it to air because it was bad It, it was not good sound quality we didn't really have a good rhythm we didn't know what we were talking about well I think what happened was we had to stop on three separate occasions probably to the first time we did it we used our our micro whatever like we you brought a microphone from amazon <laughs> yeah and i used my i used a yes a I snowball yeah and it sounded fucking horrible yeah it was not good so then we decided that we were going to go to guitar center and buy yes. equipment so we yes. bought microphones um headphones and then we yes. got and then we came back yeah. and uh <laughs> no, 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 no 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 we bought that no okay wait uh, now i remember i'm okay, getting wait. fucking war flashbacks <laughs> we went to guitar center to look yeah. we decided we were gonna get these microphones and headphones yes and we wanted to get an audio interface yes. but the problem was um you thought that there was a better deal at another guitar center I thought so, that there was a better interface that we could potentially get, and unfortunately, none of the guitar centers around sold it. So we went to another guitar center yes. before we made the purchase to make sure that we were getting yes. the best thing. So that they didn't have the other product that I yeah. wanted to buy. Yeah. So we walked around, then we went back to the original guitar <laughs> center, bought the stuff, went back to my house. Yes. We had Chipotle in between um, that, I think, too. <laughs> yeah. We we tried to, like, figure Chipotle. out how all of it works because all the equipment, even though we bought everything brand new, it was... they come with no instructions on setting it up. It, it yeah. just, You have to figure it out yourself. It was, um, it was a learning curve for sure. And uh... so it took, like, two or at least an hour and a half to figure this out. Then we realized that we both had the wrong cables to plug the microphone into the interface. So then we had to go back to Guitar Center and buy the cables (laughs) and then come back. And at that point, we had talked about fucking Kingdom Hearts 3, like three separate times, same conversation. So we were like, we can't talk about this again. And and the stuff that we had recorded too, like even beyond the audio issues, it just wasn't good conversation that like – we, we were learning how to do this. We were learning yeah. how to converse and uh, we had never spoken to people ever in our lives. Uh, we just hadn't done a podcast. So yeah, there were a lot yeah. of us and us actually like, um, like, like this, like, uh, like 
It was bad. It was really rough. Like, um, 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 <laughs> like, like, and, um, like, um, um, I mean, I say it a lot still. We've gotten a lot better, though. But there's we have gotten much not better. nearly as much. Uh, yes. We, you're welcome. <laughs> this is, that. that's basically what we're saying. You're welcome. You should be so fucking lucky that we, <laughs> yeah. as we beg people to listen, please, <laughs> please listen to us. But yeah, so here we are again talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, it exists now. Here we um, are. We were talking about it, you know, right as we finished playing it. But now we're talking about our first impressions of the DLC trailer that yes. launched, I think, two weeks ago. Yes, it was originally launched unlisted on the Square Enix YouTube channel and people found it. Um, it it's very exciting because the Final Fantasy gang is back. We have mm-hmm. Squall... Um, or Leon, Aerith, and Yuffie. Yuffie. Yeah. No Cloud Strife yet, but we'll but see. But it's potentially implied that he's going to be. You know what I mean? I think it. I think. It was implied that he was going to be in the base game. So <laughs> I'm not. I didn't see him. So I'm going to yeah. go about my business. Like well, he's I, not I would be in there. The leap that I would make is okay. If they're showing these characters, I would think that hopefully. He'll either be included later on or whatever. I mean, I this is I don't usually play DLC after after the fact. I'm like a one and done person. I'm, I'm the same. I play a game, yeah. I finish it, I'm done. I don't want to play any shitty DLC later. That doesn't really add anything to it. But what entices me, what the carrot at the end of this stick is, they mention the box. The box. Yes. And that. Oh my God, that is one of the biggest problems I have with Kingdom Hearts 3 is through their base story, you see uh, Maleficent and Pete looking for this fucking box the entire game, and it does not pay off at all. Actually, so at the end of the game, I think either the you find out that, not Zimnus, Zigbar, I think it's Zigbar, the, uh, the sniper guy, sure. he... He um he was the mastermind behind the whole thing, and I think he finds the box, or mm. he's he's like, oh well, now I just have to find the box. He mentions the box in some way. Yeah, but it's not a satisfying conclusion but, to yeah, the box. Yeah. Well, Maleficent never cro- crosses paths with Sora once. Yeah. Um, but then she gets so much screen time. <laughs> and it's just what is she? What is the that, point? It just confused me. I was, yeah. I was like, what? It was so fucking bad. So the fact that they're talking about the box now is great. Yes. It doesn't look like we're getting any new Disney worlds, which is fucking annoying. I um, don't. That's not Kingdom something Hearts. I would expect from a DLC, though. I think that's lo- like that's I, what I hoped was that they hadn't shown all the worlds when they launched the game. That was my hope. I was hoping I would see something and be surprised while playing. Unfortunately. They showed everything, so you there were no surprising worlds you went to. Um, and that's more what I wanted. I don't need anything added now. I want them to go back in time and fix their mistakes. <laughs> that's what I want. I want to go back in time and fix my mistakes. I, I wish that every day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just really annoying that when I hear Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, I think at the bare minimum incorporating new disney properties through summons or something sure but it looks like we're just getting keyblade get graveyard again um yeah we're going through all the um kingdom hearts exclusive worlds what's cool though is it looks like we're getting a bunch of new oh and we're also getting that like fucking generic um sunset town or whatever yeah traverse town it's not traverse town it's it's you the final boss is there it's oh. in Birth by Sleep, oh, okay, the the okay. academy place, a little okay. town outside yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like a fucking desert, deserted place. Like what? Anyways, um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we get that we're getting a bunch we're getting a bunch of playable characters. There's your new from, world. There's your. <laughs> it looks like um, Xion, or it's with an X. I don't know how to pronounce it. Xion. Yeah. Z yeah, three. Yeah. Um, Z three. <laughs> Xenon. Z three. Xenon is in there. <laughs> Axel. Roxas. Um, Riku, Kairi's playable, and then at one point it, it kind of shows all the Keyblade wielders doing some team attack, and I wasn't sure if that—that's cool. Um, insinuated that they were all going. Oh, Aqua seemed to be playable. 
Yeah. I didn't know if they were all playable or if that was like just certain... every Keyblade wielder is incorporated into a move set of some Potentially, kind. Potentially, yeah. Uh, but yeah. that looked interesting. Um, what else? Oh, I think was Merlin in Kingdom Hearts three. I don't remember. I think so. I think he showed up along with. I think so. Um, Yin Sid, and they parted the ocean or Maybe, something. Yeah. Uh, so never mind. I was gonna say like the Hollow Bastion Restoration Committee. Oh, from he, Kingdom Hearts two. He's eating at the Ratatouille restaurant, I believe. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Um. But. And he has the book with Weenie the Pooh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you are correct. He. I just figured he was going to be incorporated into things um, since he was with the yeah. that group in the first two games. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yozora's at the end from that. Our favorite person from Final Fantasy 15. I Yozora. hate that. <laughs> I hated the secret ending of Kingdom Hearts 3 that they were in that world and yeah. that he was there. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. In the canon, it is a video game in Toy Story. Yeah. Had that not have been the case, I'd have been totally fine. But it is the case. And I it just... I can't take it seriously. It yeah. Looked, I don't like it. Um, yeah. It is just... Um, but, you <laughs> so know... So meta. A game and a game and a game. Yeah, because it's A game like, and a movie and a game. I think Kingdom Hearts is a is a special type of thing yeah. that sure they can make new characters. You can make a Kingdom Hearts exclusive like Sora, Axel, like they're a lot of them are pretty good, they're lovable, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I don't play Kingdom Hearts for that. I play Kingdom Hearts to go to the different Disney worlds and interact with Final Fantasy characters because it's weird to see that crossover and to show this main player Yozora having a bigger role outside of what he fulfilled in Kingdom Hearts 3. And potential Kingdom Hearts 4 and in DLC. It just annoys me because I want more crossover stuff in this crossover game, you know? Um, I get and that. We're not, I get that. And yeah. it seems like they're, and understandably so, it's probably so much trouble to mess with all those properties that they're wanting to stray more towards original content. It's interesting because. still disappointing. Yeah. It's interesting because, like, my old theory, my working theory was like, okay they are trying to separate the properties in this game because for some reason uh having the final fantasy characters is like they just want their original characters and they're going to try and probably even separate those from disney at some point that's that was my working theory and why the final fantasy characters weren't in this game and now they're doing this and it's confusing to me because I'm like, well, that's interesting. But like, why wouldn't they have been in the game prior? You know, the, the DLC might explain that, but it just seems like an odd choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. It... To include an entire cast of characters only in a later DLC, not in the main game. I think that I think the director of the game is a really good artist, mm-hmm. but is a shitty director okay <laughs> because looking at his work, shots fired <laughs> looking at his work in final fantasy 15 yeah final fantasy 15 came out and the ending was super rushed and mm. bad and then they had to go back and fix it and change it and then they added all this content that debatedly should have been in there from the get-go yeah and now like they changed the whole level playing I remember right Playing Final Fantasy 15 now is a completely different experience than playing it at launch. Because mm-hmm. like you can play as every member of your party now. You can buy yeah. weapons and stuff for yeah. all your party members and stuff. And I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is kind of the same way. I felt like the it started off very strong. Then there's this whole middle section that meant nothing. Sure. And then they cram the story at the end. And I think it is a management problem. I think yeah. that... Because I think... It, it wasn't a shortage of staff i don't think it was it definitely seemed like he wasn't asleep prob- at the wheel i don't yeah it, it just <laughs> it didn't feel like they put work where it needed to go as far as story sure. went um, there wasn't someone going like okay 
we need to make sure that the middle feels like the rest of the game and you're still getting yeah, information. It just it's felt not... like I was dicking around for yeah. the whole middle part of the game. And then yeah. they throw so much information at you at the end. Yeah. You know, it's, I love it because it's kingdom hearts. It's like, you know, it's, it's your, it's your alcoholic <laughs> uncle, you know, it's like, he's your uncle. So he's great, but also and he loves he's... anime and he loves Disney. <laughs> He plays weird games with you when no one else is around. Oh, but, no. you know, you look the other way and oh, no. cause he's your uncle, you know, but uh, we're going to have to talk after this, Andy. You're going to have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I definitely think it was a directing issue. They wanted some weird. Uh, he was trying to do something. I don't know. Trying to do something, but just didn't quite capture what he wanted you could, to you, if if you'd like you can just take the pause while you find a thing that you're <laughs> you can, instead of repeating what i said slowly <laughs> while you're clearly looking at your phone you're, you're setting something up are we doing trivia andy are you ready yes this is a lightning round in which i will name an animal and you will tell me how many hearts it has what three two one a hagfish Oh my god. Three. Wrong. Four. A jellyfish. Zero. Zero, you're right. A starfish. Zero? Zero, you're right. A giraffe. One? One, you're right. Octopus. Four. Three. <laughs> <laughs> sea cucumber. Zero? Zero, you're right. Congratulations. I guess you could say some of those creatures are heartless. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> That's your trivia for this week. I think I did pretty good. I got like you what, did. four you did. out of... Uh, I like... think the only ones that I got wrong were the three and four ones. <laughs> yeah, you got them mixed up, which was pretty, pretty uh, impressive, though. You still got similar numbers it's like that seems like the type of creature yeah. that would have like a weird amount of hearts <laughs> i was really hoping giraffe would throw you off a little bit and you would be like two <laughs> be like, i don't know how many hearts a giraffe has you're also very confident about jellyfish i, I do have to say yeah i think you're i think like, that was like that is zero you know and and it just the texas school system <laughs> There are just certain facts there in history facts that they that just you know. really drill into me and something that I just took out of school. It's just like Was that your uncle? At every oppor <laughs> every opportunity yeah. we ever talked about animals in school, they were always like, Remember, jellyfish don't have hearts. <laughs> oh. I just think about like that's one of those things that will be with me forever. Was that your school's motto? Yeah, jellyfish don't have hearts. <laughs> Jenny <laughs> Reed Roadrunners, remember <laughs> jellyfish don't have hearts. Don't trust him. <laughs> Jenny Reed Roadrunners. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, my elementary man. school. Beep oh, beep, man. racing towards excellence. Yeah, and your your uh, arch rivals were obviously the jellyfish. <laughs> so it wasn't that you were talking <laughs> about the animal. Heart. You're talking about the entire other school. Yeah, it's like there's a tale <laughs> of two cities them, where <laughs> someone's friends with a with a jellyfish. A roadrunner and a jellyfish. And they're just like, ah, oh, the families hate each other. We must break them apart. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have hearts. Mm -hmm. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. They're all fucking shifty. <laughs> don't trust any jellyfish, any starfish, or any sea cucumbers. They all, they're all heartless. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I never really thought about um, animals having more hearts than one mm -hmm. i knew animals existed that had zero hearts but i didn't yeah. think of i never thought about that yeah and so when you said that you just started rapidly naming animals i was just like i was questioning everything i ever <laughs> knew about how hearts work i kind of was hoping i i what i should have done to make it a little more to add a little more pressure is put like a timer on like a no, what i would have done is second timer or something i would have put like five in front of each other that all had one heart yeah and then yeah <laughs> like two nope one I, zero i, I one. almost did that i was like maybe i should do more and then i was like i think this is sufficient i think this is a good amount of things that are interesting 
I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's the trivia. That's all I got for you today. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Next episode after this one will be coming out on Christmas Day. So it's like a little present for you. You can unwrap it. You can give it to a friend. Please give it to all your friends. Everyone chooses to re-gift it so no one listens. <laughs> no one listens. <laughs> yeah. It's the white elephant gift that no one wants. Oh. Welcome to Desktop, the white elephant <laughs> gift that nobody wants. Oh, thanks. It's an episode of Desktop. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. It's downloaded on a USB drive you give to someone. And the flash drive is like really sticky. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. It was not safely removed. Oh no. Scary. Yeah. Well, don't ask me. I I didn't do it. All right. Well, we'll see you on Christmas Day. I Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry. We celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Christmas. I'm not afraid to say Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>